Big show, big show. It's really real right now. Mr. DL. Two, two, two. Two, two, two. Who's off? Yo, we are here at the Danger Zone Podcast, number 31. Word. Uh, Chef Tanya Nicole, Big Suge, Mr. DL, and we have a special guest calling in today, the super producer, DJ Evil D. (laughs) (laughs) Stupendous producer. No, I'm just laughing. You said super producer, (laughs) and that's what this other cat used to say. I gotta build it up. You know, and I'd be like... He he produced a lot of records I like, so I'm... Nah, you do, hey, whatever you feel, man. All right, we're not, well, not going to say it then. Edit it out then. No, no, they're your Keep hands. It. No, they, no, no, they're, no your, they're your hands, man. Go so, ahead. So what's going on in the, in the world of hip-hop? I mean, damn, I, mean, I heard you talk about some uh Oh, I just, see, I just seen this. Benny the Butcher was wearing uh, the Freddie Gibbs chain that Freddie Gibbs claims wasn't stolen from him in Buffalo remember, a few oh, months word. ago. Uh, he just posted a video of him wearing it. Mm. And, uh, yeah. What do you think about that? That's a little much. I mean, he didn't take it. I don't think he should wear it. If he, I don't know. Like you know, sometimes that's even a more more of a clown aspect. Cause, like yo, we we get, see, I got your shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I mean, like this is all in the light of people, man. There's only so much that can happen. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, it is what it is, man. You let that news ride, whatever. You know, people are interested in it. I think it's funny. There it is. I'm interested in it. I'm, no. I'm there. I'm there. Hey. I clicked on it as soon as I saw it. Go ahead, man. I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, make sure you go check out my song, Benny the Butcher. Okay, yeah, go ahead, man. Say real, it loud. Real dope, boy. Say it loud. I'm on the beat. Yeah, see if you're so, on the yeah, beat. You know it's dope. So, <laughs> so go check that out. Nah, it's out. all good, man. For real. <laughs> nah, so yeah, yeah, check that out, man. They, they, Mr. DL, if, as y'all know, yeah, yeah. is a beat maker, <laughs> uh, video maker. And, so uh, yeah, there is a video for that song, too. A fireball yeah. maker, you know. Fireball drinker. Split at me too. So I, I I thought that was cool. I don't know. I think it's funny. I don't know. No, nah, it's cool, man. You know, hey, whatever floats your boat, as long as it don't turn upside down. Um, kind of like wrestling. <laughs> it's like whole rap shit. Kind of like wrestling sometimes. Nah, like. That's cool. You like wrestling? I used to love wrestling. Yeah. Mm. I, I I knew it was fake for a few years and still watched it. But um, did you did you watch it? I mean, as a kid, it was probably it was part of the staple of us growing up. Yeah. But I, I, I seen real early that oh yeah, this is fake as shit. I was that kid that went to see Santa Claus and snapped the bed, though. So I mean, I, I'm like, something ain't right here, man. For real, I see some extra shit around. Here. So, you know, I knew I ain't wrestling, man. It when when it, when it looked a little real young, it was cool. But then when it got to that point where you know, if it, the men the size of these dudes and you running full speed and they kick you in the face with a boot, yeah, and then take your face and bang that shit off the turnbuckle, <laughs> right? Then throw your ass out the ring and just come, come on, like. It, it, if that's really going to happen, it's going to be a... entertainment. I mean, I, I believe it. I'm not. I ain't mad. And they do get hurt like that. Man, listen. I, well, listen. If I threw your ass anyway, you're going to get hurt, too. So, I mean, that, <laughs> that's part of that game, man. You know, but... When I was a little kid, though, one of the most memorable things that looking back was Hulk Hogan slamming Andre the Giant, though, fake or yeah, not. That, that was, no, that's hard. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you got to get his fat ass up. Yeah. Rest in peace. But that's a big motherfucker. What yeah. was it, 700 pounds? You ever watch that documentary, the HBO documentary yeah, on him? Yeah, he, he, all them beers he used to drink. Yo. That motherfucker could drink hundreds of beer. He could drink mad liquor. Andre the Giant. He had, he, he had to buy two airplane tickets. Everywhere he and goes, he's probably still uncomfortable. He he made a great point in that documentary. He said, um, "They've they've done things for 
for blind people, for deaf people, for 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 uh, handicapped people, this and that. But they they don't do anything for big people. Like if you're big, you're big. If you're not rich and you're big like that, it must be terrible. You know, you in the circus. That's really what that shit is, man. Suffers to say, but like imagine being Shaq. But you weren't Shaq. You were just Kill Neil, who worked down at the Jiffy Lube. But there and you are, were just a big yo, ass motherfucker. There are other people that are like that. Yeah. There are some, everyone that's that size was playing ball. You know, they, yeah, life must they're in jail. They're everywhere. You know the shower, they got a shower like this. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere they go, they got yeah, duck down. Everything is like they, they didn't have the money to have their house built different, the car nope. built different. It's there's a lot of there's a lot of seven footers and shit like that we don't know about. You know. On another note. Yeah, you know it means uh, we got virtual rapper FN Mecham becomes first A&R, AR artist signed to a major label. Capitol Records has signed its first virtual rapper, an AI robot named FN Mecham, or Mika, probably. I don't know. It's fake, it's fake shit. The deal was linked following Mika's explosive independent success on TikTok with his singles Moonwalking, Speed Demon, and Internet. Uh, the rapper has gone over a billion views and has accrued 10 million followers on TikTok alone, making it the number one virtual being on platform. Now, the crazy thing about that <clears throat> is maybe it was genius because they tapped into not only the rapping and because I guess they use this other, this, this brother's rhymes and beats and there's another story about that, but they also tapped into the gamer element of it too. Like mm. almost in the character of it, you know, if you see the picture. Yeah, I saw it, yeah. You yeah. know, it, it, and um, it's a way they want to try to go, but I mean, I don't really see too much weight in it. Like, I, thought, I thought I heard that, that, that he got canceled. That, Who? The, the, that, that deal got canceled. Oh, the, he, he got canceled. Like, the AI said something racist. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was saying like, humans are trash. And they're like, well, wait a second. No, well, you can't say humans are trash. You're well, not. Human. Well, this is what I peep. We can say that. Um, <laughs> the, the artists should be paying attention to this, but particular black artists because we are the ones they will target first. They are trying to eliminate us. This just this just coming in right here on Twitter. It says Buster Rhymes telling a fan, "I'll fuck your girl" after she tries groping him on stage. With the fans say? Ever. Nah, I don't really fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's fucking crazy ass shit, you know? Give me a verse, you can have her, bro. You know what I mean? shit. You probably didn't want to give him a verse. You know what I'm saying? That's some crazy shit. But if that's your girl and she's doing that to him anyway, that's 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 already cool. But it's, it's, was two girls. it's not impossible. You know what I mean? So um I got the video right here. Oh word? Nope. She grabbed his joint. Hey yo, Shorty, you with your man, right? Hey, girl, what kind of shit you want to come to me and grab me up? I'm going to fuck your girl, bro. I don't want to fuck the girl. I got a gun on your arm. Oh, shit. Clean that up. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. I don't know. That nah, was, man. It's kind of funny. Yo, dude, a lot of shit you be seeing is kind of funny. Yeah. That means just because I ain't laughing don't mean it ain't funny. <laughs> He's laughing on the inside. No, no, I'm laughing on the outside. Y'all just can't tell. 
Alright, what's I'm up? What else you got for me? Right now, word. Look, Andre 3000, <laughs> three stacks, and the Supreme team up for a new collab. Andre 3000, next artist to collab with streetwear brand Supreme. He looks so homeless you in know? the picture. Well, Pete, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> with the outcast legend looking set to appear on a new t-shirt. And the brand gears up to drop the first batch of products for its new wall and, uh, excuse me, new fall and winter 2022 collection. It's beginning to roll out a series of teasers on its social media pages. Now listen, uh, I guess they're just coming out with some clothes or product, whatever. Yeah. As we know, he, uh, Andre 3000 is, uh, a lot of people think he's one of the best you know, MCs. Uh, I think so. You know, and he, he is very good. But obviously he hasn't done anything uh, in a long time. So yeah. people just, you know, he's, he, he was legendary stepping out what he did. It's like Barry Sanders walking away from the game. People want to see more. And with music, you feel you still can see more. You know what I'm saying? But And he's stylish in his own way because he, he, he did crazy shit where motherfuckers would have been like, yo, I'm not wearing that bitch shit. Yeah, it was you know, wild but, how big how big boy just stood there in regular clothes next to a guy dressed like a flamingo, and, and, and it worked. Thing, you know what I mean? Was, he let him like do him. You know, have <laughs> yeah. his own identity. Yeah, no question. But the the two together, you know, they they friends. You know, like yeah. like me and uh, DL. You know, we can be super different, but we cool. You know what I mean? So it's like you know. That's that time, and we can make some shit happen. Yeah, like if Big Shook wants to wear a white beater, he wears a white beater. You wear a t-shirt, and if it was reversed, it kind of be Yeah, but I mean, some people put on a white beater, it's going to look like, damn, son. Afro man's Ohio home raided by police looking for drugs. He calls it a witch hunt. Listen, I give you that 15 seconds of fame. I'm not going to even elaborate on that story, but they they broke in his house, the, the, the cops. They, something's going down. So if you want to get high, be prepared. Be prepared out so here. So you man. remember you remember Afro Man for um, you remember Afro Man for I want to get high or like because I got high. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. What do you remember I, for? I remember for this. <laughs> I really do too. I, I know that song. <laughs> oh my god! Can you see it? Yeah, I can see it. Oh. Yo, son, I don't okay. even wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that shit ain't right, son. That shit ain't right. People. That shit, do that shit again. Alright, here's the. Here's Blah! So this girl, this girl comes up on stage and she's dancing behind Afro Man. Oh, that ain't right. And he turns around and just fucking. Oh, nah, that ain't right. They must, he, then, must, watch, 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 watch. He, he just goes back to playing. <laughs> he he knocks not. out a chick, go, go, goes back to playing. Her, her boyfriend, he, he's like, what? He, he says something and he's like, oh, hey, buddy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, you got 40-year-old rapper was released. Yeah, so he, he uh, lady goes up on stage, starts dancing while he's playing, and he just clocks her one, lo locks her good. And then uh, she's on the ground for you, like five, five, ten seconds. She gets up, her boyfriend or male male friend comes up on stage to help her, and just was like, don't worry about Afro man. Don't worry about it, scary man. It's <laughs> always <laughs> some dumb shit, man. Work. You never saw that? No, no. Oh, wow. I didn't see that before I got out. Yo, say, yo, I don't even know that shit, man. Yo. Yo, cause that's fucked up, man. Yeah, yeah, He get he hit it with the rock'em sock'em too. I don't know if that was knockout That shit was blow. Mm. But he turned around and saw a chick standing there. Also on a quick note, Biggie's daughter posts huh, Biggie Smalls, rest in peace, baby. Biggie's daughter posts one million bomb for a boyfriend during a hit and run arrest. Uh, the daughter of the late notorious B.I.G. reportedly shelled out a one million bond 
for her boyfriend after he was involved in a hit and run earlier this month. According to New York Post, Tiana Wallace put up the money for longtime partner Tyshawn Baldwin after he was arrested for an, an accident that injured three people, including mother and her toddler. That's a sad joint. The incident took place on August 10th that Baldwin attempted to flee police during a routine traffic stop in Queens. He turned himself in to authorities six days later and Judge Scott Dunn ordered Baldwin held on a $1 million bond. What's your style? I don't have a style. I like to just put it all together. Well, that's first, easy. Black one day t-shirts. I feel a little hip-hoppy, the other day I feel a little preppy. I'm a little hip hop and preppy. Yeah, hip prep. I know about that. Hip prep. I want to be bougie. Nah, I like black bougie. t-shirts, dark jeans, and, and then if I wear a dress clothes, I like actually <laughs> light shirt. Yo, you lucky we ain't the motherfuckers entered in that shit. Yo. Why? What happened? If I wear a dress clothes. Yeah, if I wear the, you said if I wear dress clothes. Yeah, dress clothes, I like so a light shirt. So we just chopped that coat off and said, why? We got them. Yo, Todd, you figure that out? <laughs> But I wear a dress. That's just what he said. A dress, coat. I was like, oh. She heard as soon as I did. It was like, oh. You know what I'm saying? It's so funny. Yeah, you caught a sad time. She always, come on. This is cool. The fuck, man? Oh, shit. That shit was kind of hot, D. You know what I mean? I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. Yeah, so, that shit was kind of funny because you, you said it with a hesitation. That shit was wild, man. I gotta watch it because I didn't see yeah, it. You said when I wear a dress. If I wear a dress. Like, then you go cold. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I thought you was about to say something funny, like, or something. That's why when you said the like, dress. Oh, this dude coming out. We yeah. both, like, big chicken and I both stopped. This coming yeah, out. Yeah, because the shit was kind of wild. I was like, he about That's to say he wore a dress. And I was going to say something to her. Yo, oh, so he wore a dress? Why you motherfuckers didn't tell me? I didn't know why. Why you guys didn't tell me? Yeah, I know. I'm like. You would have done it like that the whole time. No, nah, I'm just <laughs> I, I thought this is how he dressed all the time. You know what I mean? Yo, oh my God! It's good, I man. missed it. I missed. It's I was a part you. of it. So what you want? So do? what's next over there on the? I mean, uh, oh, that well. Uh just uh, tell a sports story. You got more hip hop shit. I thought you had something about Snoop Dogg. Nah, nah. I kind of passed. Oh, it was you that had something about Snoop Dogg? Didn't you say something about Snoop Dogg? Oh, um, Snoop Dogg is gonna have a, a new kids, a new. Yeah, well, it's a new sh- TV show, but it's for kids. It's called. Doggy World? No, wait, hold on. Mm, yeah, they ain't. Yeah, Doggy's World. Okay, wait, hold up. Doggy, sh- long as ain't doggy, as long as ain't doggy stizzy. So, uh, is he gonna smoke weed on it? If I were dressed, was it shit, corn was on that? the cob? No, like, nah, like I said, see, just because I'm not looking, I'm laughing my ass off for real. On the inside. Um, yo, this is me laughing my ass off, y'all, here. for real. Um, one of the most hilarious people I know. Uh, nah, man, it's just, it's all the fun, man. So what do you think of it? I don't think. <laughs> no, Shay, what's up? All right, cool. We're going to slide right here now. Ah. All right, so Snoop Dogg has a kid's show. I don't know. I think it's weird, but. Why is it weird? I don't know. Why does Snoop Dogg have a kid's show? Not not that, uh, like, I'm not hating on his He's show. He's always but, been involved but in it's his just like, yeah, it's uh, football life. Maybe it has something to all do with shit. that. And maybe situation. it's a cartoon. He has a good voice for it. Yeah, I don't maybe. Know. I don't know. Maybe. Because ain't nobody going da 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 I guess the world's changing. Listen, he does Huggy Bear. I'll watch it. You all have to be just a little bit more accepting. 
Remember when he played Huggy Bear? Remember when he played Huggy Bear? Just a little bit. Just stay late. If you don't like it, you ain't got to watch it. That's that bullshit. You ain't got to expose your kids to it. It's a choice. Yeah. But anyway, man, you know what I'm saying? Moving on. As we slide. No, it's all good. As we slide, man, it's just a little, just a little bit tired, a bit of sports. Football season, man, as uh, we're up to the last preseason game of the season. Uh, preseason, actually. Then we get to real football soon, man. You'll be about a week or so. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, the Patriots, man, are coming along. You know, I'm, I'm a Boston fan, so that's, that's my squad. Um, but there's going to be a lot of excitement, man. Green Bay, the Raiders, uh, Rams, Buffalo, man, so much shit. That Russell Wilson over there at Denver. It's a lot of changes, a lot of waiting for some good football. And Tom Brady's still playing. You know what I'm saying? 45, him making it happen. So it's going to be good. Uh, I heard he missed training camp. Yeah, he took a little vacation. But man, listen, when you win Super 7 Super Bowl. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. What, what are you, he going to learn something new when he's in them 11 day now? He could be like, he could be like, I'm not going to just do the first two weeks. Um, Yo, if nobody else in the league, if, <laughs> no, if, no, if nobody else in the league deserves that treatment, he does. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I, I, I hear you know that. what I mean? So, Tom Brady, man. First of all, the fact that he's still he's a 45-year-old quarterback, so that means that this quarterback's much more younger than him than not even like playing in the league. And this dude is like at a high level starting. He's not even on the bench. He's you know what I mean? That shit's unprecedented, man. That shit's so how, how old are you when you come into the NFL? Like 23? Usually 22. 22. Yeah, you're 22, 23. 22. You know what I mean? Wow, so there's... He's been playing football like a, a rookie could technically um, b- been alive. Tom Brady's whole oh yeah yeah whole oh hell hundred percent. They they read about him. They seen him when all the Super Bowls, tuck rules, different shit that happened. Like he he did that you he know? did that fumble ruski or whatever it was yeah. the fumble the snow, snowball or whatever it was rule. when when some of these players weren't even yeah. born yet. Yeah, the tuck rule. Like yeah. if you do it like that, if they're twenty two and they come in. So listen, man, let's wait on that NFL. Um, yeah. Also, uh, those are in the know. Uh, that thought that uh, Kevin Durant would probably be getting traded out of Brooklyn uh, to Boston for like Jalen Brown and, and such. That's not going to happen. Uh, KD met up with uh, Sean Marks. Uh, I think he's the GM, I'm not sure, or something. And uh, the coach, uh, Steve Nash, had a meeting to talk about the upcoming season and that how he was still, he would be there and then what direction they were trying to go in. So Damn, that trade shit ain't gonna happen. That's awkward, he requested you know I mean? <laughs> it. Yeah, awkward. he did, he did request it, but. He's, Yankee, I mean? Yankees had like an 18 fucking game lead in the, in the yeah. thing and they just absolutely they, they fell still, apart. They still popping. You know, um, Judge is still on our pace to man, hit um, 62 home runs. You know, break that Roger Maris joint, we'll see what happens. I think he's at 48 right now. You know I think that I think that's cool that, um, that, that he's gonna, if, if he breaks Roger Maris's, I just, I, I think it's cool for the Yankees to the Yankees fans and the Yankees organization to celebrate it. But Barry Bonds has the most home runs in a, in a season, That's so true. I don't know why they keep saying, "Well, he's going to pass Roger Maris." Don't get mad if he passes Roger Maris because he's fucking not the guy well, who has the most home runs. See, that's a New York record. That's why. You yeah, yeah for sure. As he played for the New York, and you know, so they like, yeah, boom, because you can't say I don't care what nobody say. Barry's always the man. And that excitement that they brought at that time, and Mark McGuire and um, light-skinned Cuban dude now. Sammy Sosa. <laughs> yeah, Sammy Sosa. You seen him now? Yeah. He said light-skinned. Yo, he looked like he was swimming in flowers. Him and Foxy flowers. Brown. <laughs> I swear to God, he looked like a, he looked like one of them uh, Maso Maso. Yeah, the, 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 over there. 
a mime. Yeah, yeah, the mime. I saw myself <laughs> back in the day. You know what I'm saying? He looked like mime man. And he said, my wife loves it. I'm like, do you remember when those records were, were, were being broken? People would be watching whatever their man, TV shows were. Friends that shit, or whatever. You watching Friends, and they would cut oh, away they from. Playing. Yeah, yeah, they would cut Just, away from yeah. Friends and be like, Barry Bonds steps to the plate, and and oh, he walks, folks. We'll be back. Here, we'll turn you shit. to the regularly scheduled program. Yeah. Them shits was like Mike Everyone Tyson knockouts. That shit was. Crazy. Them shits was like that was people sitting on the wall, on the wall. Each ball yeah. trying to cost the money. The balls would cost a break. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Just it was, it the, was I mean, if, if any of these motherfuckers was on TV playing, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds, you know what I'm saying? Hell, even Jose Canseco at one point. Mm -hmm. If those motherfuckers was on there, that Albert Bell dude, they was smashing the whole bunch. Oh, yeah. That's what made motherfuckers say try to use this steroid shit, just because how powerful that shit looked. When that ball, them ball, we never see that balls when they got smacked out of that motherfucking um, yard. You just be like, damn, man, where the fuck that shit went? And people don't realize what Him the hardest the things. Them shits is going hard. The balls are going hard at them or, or curved or whatever. Yeah, baseball is and they, not big. And they kind of connect that shit it. and send that shit. You see how they say, like, well, that dinger was 440 yards. Like, yeah. that's, just, that's a like long that. way to travel with the ball, boy. That's why when they get them people in the front row, be knocking the yeah. fuck out into yesterday. You know what I'm saying? There's a stat that Barry Bonds was walked intentionally more times in his career than the, the uh, Tampa Bay Devil Rays in the history of their organization. Wow. He, in his career, was one man was walking around. not trying. Shit, who is calling the phone while we're doing the podcast? Oh, it's Evil D. Wu Family Moving Company. They've been your neighborhood moving company for over 10 years, offering swift, efficient, and stress-free moving. Just call Wu Family Moving at 978-398-2784, online at R-O-U-X-FamilyMoving.com. How they say it in Spanish, Tony? 31, la zona del peligro. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. What she said with a whole bunch of Negroes. Um, <laughs> we got my man, Mr. DL, in the house. What up, bro? How you doing, man? Yo, and we got the man of the hour. You know what I'm saying? My man from, the, from the, just legendary in hip-hop to me because uh, uh, everything else goes together with that music, you know, the group and everything else. Uh, Mr. DJ Evil D, how you doing, bro? What's up, man? Everything's good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. We, you know, still living. Good to see you, man. You know, it's a lot of history, you know, with us, with us you know what I'm saying? Yes, and, um, yes, yes, so, yes. So, so I'm like, you know, damn, you know, when, even when I, when, I, when I reach out to cats like this, because, you know, we, we upstart and I buy a little podcast, and I'd be like, yo, everybody I holler, basically, they like, yeah, all right, I got you, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, we was, we was there. We was living in that, you know, that whole movement yep. that 90s shit right there man so um can you just let the crowd have like the crowd i guess so worldwide right <laughs> mc shit jumped out man i'm like yo can you just let the crowd know you here but now um basically you know who evil d is you know what i'm saying my hottest came back you know came about in a nutshell you know what i'm saying for those who don't know uh the history can you can you just uh give us a sample of that tell us a little bit about that you know well by the name of DJ Evil D. First and foremost, I'm a DJ. I'm also a producer. You know what I'm saying? And like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm one third of the group Black Moon, one half of the Beat Miners. Um, 
Rocksteady crew member, but I don't dance. Nah, I'm a Rocksteady. I'm a, I'm a Rocksteady DJ. I'm a Rocksteady DJ. Uh, cool. Um, like you know, I'm yo co-owner of Beat Monitors Radio. Like I got, a, I got a lot of um titles and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I just tell everybody I'm just Evil D the DJ. Of course. Where you from originally? Bushwick, Brooklyn. Okay, I mean I know that. I just want you know let them hey. know. You know what I'm saying? It's mad yes, funny because yes. when I uh when I first met um you guys and I seen Buck first and he was like yo what part of Brooklyn you from you know what I'm saying because he wasn't assuming the cat like me was from Boston we had been chopping it up you know and I said nah I'm from Boston bro and he go oh you know what I mean but it just fit it in like that you know what I mean him kicking it at that point um yeah I also was telling a story about I don't know if you remember that you and I I guess black the group too and, and Gangsta or whatever or might, we might have been jazzmatized at that point or whatever and um, we were on a plane and that plane wasn't big that that shit was like yeah yeah it was like it was like they told you to sit in the middle over here and me to sit in the, up here I was like yo so this shit gotta be balanced out what's up like you know what I mean cause you know how it was we was touring all the time so that little last plane with the propellers that were one first and the other one and all that and I'm laughing yeah. with you. I was laughing, but I'm saying to myself, "Wow, we really gotta sit." Like me and him couldn't sit in the front. We was the big dudes, you know what I mean? So it was like, "Yo, you like sit him. here and you sit here." And see, I mean, I, I never forgot it because it was just like, no. you, know, you know. I remember that. That was yeah. that was Jasmine time. Yeah, yeah, because I remember. Because me, was yeah. there. Yeah, me, Guru, bro, man, and I, me and Guru, and you. I think it could have been bugging the group, but it was only like. Yeah. A few people on that plane. It was one of them planes. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you it had was a, a small, it was a real small. Plane. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. With two big dudes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm up with, I thought what they trying to say is gonna fly like this. It. You know what I mean? So, but what's you know, I, was, I was saying? I was thinking that that. I think I said it too. Yo, is it because we black? I know, right? <laughs> they put us in the black plane. You they know were like, saying? nah, it's because you're big. <laughs> Yo, that plane. I'm telling you, man. That shit. Yeah. I thought it was almost like. A joke, cause this is way before the show pump, right? So, so I said, wait a minute, why it's only like six of us in there? Some shit like that. It was a little ass plane, you know. I don't like little planes. That's what I'm saying, you know. It was a um, as a, as a matter of fact, I remember that it was a Delta, one of those small Delta shuttle planes. Yeah, it definitely was a shuttle. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm like, that shit seemed like you just get out when you wanted to. It was one of them <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? And then it, it, it kills you. Oh, when this they, is my stop. It kills you when them shit start one at a time. The next one, you be like, wait a minute, man. And do we gotta stick our feet out at the bottom like the Flintstones and run with this motherfucker? You know what I mean? I don't know what's happening, you know? So listen, uh, so uh, you you a DJ first? Yes, first and foremost. So, so what, um, how'd you get into the, you know, the creation or the group of Black Moon? How did that come about? Well, what happened was um, I was putting together a talent show in high school. Right. Um, up, up, you know, I used to go to Bushwick High School, and every year they, you know, back in the days, talent shows was the big thing. Yes. And yo, I just, you know, finagled my way to produce a talent show that year. Right. And my man Five FT, he was like, yo, you know, I was like, yo, I want you to be in the show because he was like the dancing dude in the school. Yeah. And he was like, yo, I'll be in the show, but. If I if I if I'm able to rock, I gotta have my partner with me. He's not from the school. I'm like, don't worry about it. We'll sneak him in. 
And I was like, yo, bring your partner to my house at three o'clock and we'll all sit down and talk. Three o'clock, he shows up with Buckshot. Oh, yeah. And before, before, before the the the, the um, Rama thing, they both was dancers. Oh shit, two little dancers, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, so Buckshot came into my house, and back then I used to have like like I had stacks of records, like you know crates of records from the floor to the ceiling in in my DJ room. Yeah. Buckshot walks in, he sees the records, he sees like the four tracks set up, and he's like, "Yo, I rhyme too." Mm. And I'm like, yo, so after we do this talent show, we'll talk about this rhyme thing. We right. did the talent show. Right after that, Buck was like, yo, so what's up? Why don't you hit me with some beats or something? And I gave him a cassette with some beats on it. Right. The next day, Buck hit me up like, yo, what else you got? And I'm like, what, you didn't like him? He's like, nah, I finished all of this. What else you got? Oh, shit. And we started putting demos together. Mm. And now back then Black Moon was four people. It was right. Buck, it was um Buckshot, 5FT, myself, and my boy Finster from Finster Bundy. Okay, okay. And we um we shopped, we shopped our stuff, shopped our stuff. Everybody was like, nah, son, nah, this is mm. trash. Nah. Oh, nah, we don't oh, like man. this. We don't like this. This ain't this ain't hard. This ain't this ain't this ain't that street stuff, whatever. But every excuse they wanted to give us, they gave us. Mm. Till finally, like I shopped to everybody except Def Jam, Profile, Wild Pitch. Yeah. And the reason I didn't shop to those labels was because the ARs mm. at those labels um, was my friends. And I also knew Stu Fine. Stu. You know, when I was doing retail, he used to come to my store to sell records. Mm. And so I knew him. I didn't want him to think I was trying to use my friendship to get a record deal. Yeah. Now, damn. The funny thing is, Finster, Finster's girl got pregnant. Mm. So he was like, y'all. We did this on performance. And Chuck Chill Out seen us at the performance. It was like, yo. I'm a and on at this little this little house label. What's up? I want to hook you know. I want I want to have a meeting with y'all. We have the meeting with Chuck Chill out. Nervous signs us. Okay. Just like that. That's how the whole well, black man thing happened. Damn, it was dope too. Cause that that uh, the jump off single. You know that that shit. Yo. That just had <laughs> that like that was like a good kick in the door type joint. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You you familiar? I know. Man. I heard some rap Yo, songs I... a couple times. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. He said he heard some songs. <laughs> I mean, I was just trying to give him the floor on it. But yeah, man, that was that was the joint right there. That that shit. And then it just kind of man brought that light on y'all as a group. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, Buckshot had it. Buckshot had his own uh, different flow. You know what I mean? His own. You yeah. know, it was some different voice type shit around that time as far as. MC. Yeah, you people, say that a lot. Yeah. yeah, people not sounding the same and shit, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it, it stuck out, man. It was dope, man. I just even like being around because uh, at that time, uh, I knew about the group, but then I knew Beat Miners. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, but I didn't know Beat Miners was you and, you know, and your brother. I just thought yeah. like this was another situation, whatever, another people, till I found out. Uh, 
So how did the, the Beat Miners thing come into play? Beat Miners, well, Beat Miners goes way back to when I came home from the hospital after being born. And Walt was like, yo, who's this other guy? That's how yeah. that started. Now, yeah. what, what happened was, Beat Miners-wise, Walt, you know, started DJing. And me being the younger brother, because my, Mr. Walt's my older brother, for all right. people that don't know. When he started DJing, I'm the younger brother. So I'm jealous because he's getting all that attention and all that. So I'm like, nah, I DJ too. So it was like I started emulating what he did. Right. And once you start DJing, the second thing to do is production. Because little do you know, when you take two copies of a record and you're doing your thing with it, you're producing, you're actually producing that version of the record. Right. So Walt started getting into making beats. So eventually I started getting into making beats. Right. And my whole thing was like my what my brother would do to, to really mess with me is he would just be like, yo, you whack, get out of here, right, get out of here, get out of here. And me and my ego back then, I was like, yo, I'm gonna show him, I'm gonna be better than him. I'm gonna be a better DJ, I'm gonna be a better producer. Yo, I'm gonna get him, yo. And that was my whole thing with it. And when, you know, Walt had his group, of course, I ended up making a group also, which Walt's group was uh, Potentially Dangerous, was the name of his group. Mm. And they never came out with a record or anything. Right. And my group, of course, was Black Room. But before Black Room, we was Unique Image. Then mm. we went through High Tech, and then we became mm. Black Moon. Oh, High Tech. No, so High Tech, and what's the other image? What was that? Unique Image. Unique so image. is that? Did y'all at that point the way that sounds? Did y'all have high tops and shit right there? <laughs> Did, we Did y'all have y'all had high top phase at that point or what? Absolutely. Yeah. No question. <laughs> yeah. No, Absolutely. Yo, those are them titles right there. Yo, like my my high top fame was crazy. Yo, dude, you just saying those two group titles, yeah. I already knew that was high top fame yeah. era. You know what I'm saying? You know, so, so you know, go ahead, man. So so what's it like producing uh, uh, a record with someone else? You come in with a drum drum pattern and then Hey, I need, I need some keys on this, or is it vice versa? How does it work? Well, when we did the um, we did the the first of the Black Moon stuff, I basically was sitting here, make this same table I'm sitting at right now, believe it or not, and I would sit down here, like this is the same apartment because I lived in, I lived in the same house forever, and I would just go in and make a beat, and and let Buck hear it, and Buck would be like, "Yo, that's dope." He'll add his lyrics to it. Mm. And then I'll add whatever else I got to add to it, whether it's like maybe change up something or whatever, add some scratches. Okay. And, you know, when when, um, when we first started, that's how we did it. Like, I'll make beats, Buck will write the rhymes to the beats, mm. and that's it. But then, as we got into, like, the real studio mode, what would happen is I would go, I'd be up at D&D, and Buck would come in, and I'd be like, yo, which, which, what we what we doing today? What we doing today? And we will create together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'll start with the, I'll start with the drums. Buck will be like, "Yo, that's funky," and we'll go on and on. And then he'll come with with a topic, and I'll be like, "Yo, that's L," or so, "That's not." Nah, we can do something else. So there's beat minor beats that you 100% made yourself. Yeah. And they're just they're just fall under that title. Yeah. What it is is yeah, me and my brother put up all of the beat minors, but. 
if you want to know, like, for instance, I did Who Got the Props. Yes. My brother did the original I Got You Open. I did the I did the remix. Okay. Um, Walt did Walt did how many MCs? I think I added something small to it, but I had a one little thing. Okay. Like okay. we like I usually what we do is one of us or even both of us sit there and make the beat, but we all will mix it. We'll be in the studio mixing it. All right. Yo, who got the props though? <laughs> That shit was, you just heard that shit. That shit made you want to either roller skate, start smacking motherfuckers in slow motion. I mean, that was one of them shit. It was like, yo, that shit was like, that, that beat just was like, I mean, skateboarding or some shit. I'm telling you, man. And then I just, that shit had me open for real. Like, so that's. It, you, you, know, you, know what's, you know what's the funny thing? Mm. I kind of, um, like, back then I was listening to the first Gangstar album. Right. Diamond D, Stump Blunts, and Hip Hop. Mm -hmm. um, Pete Rock, CL Smooth's first album. Mm -hmm. And Tribe. And mm -hmm. whatever Lost Professor was doing. And that's what influenced, like, that. Did you fuck you with that? At that, at, at that little time right there, you just said Tribe and all that. It was you fucking with the, you know, Dashiki joints and the, and the big wooden, the big wooden like me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something though. Yo, yo, yo. The, the wooden beads, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. tell you, I'm gonna tell you what we used to do. We used to wear the wooden beads. Yeah, no question. But when we get into the club, we would beat your ass with the wooden beads. With the wooden beads. <laughs> them shits, we them shits was like nunchucks and shit. You know what I mean? Them motherfuckers was, yo, I got a cousin, man, I still wear them. So, you know, he's, he's still stuck. All love with him though, but he still he can still got them big Yo. shits like that. <laughs> he rocked them shits daily almost. You know what I'm saying? But you just know the errors. You know I could feel it even with our mm -hmm. conversation. I'm like, yo, right about then it was like, yo, I got the room. The I wood, mean, the wood necklace and the flat top. I yeah, picture it all right now. <laughs> yeah, but I would. Dwayne Wayne glasses too, believe it or not. Oh, Dwayne Wayne, it's a different day, world. I wasn't trying to wear them, them amigo style joints though. The like the burlap type tops they was wearing, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the shits that kind of went with open toe sandals, them little tops, I wasn't really, I wasn't fucking with those, but I'm, I, I was oh with the God. movement though, for real, I'm, you know. Yeah, like I, I tell cats, I rock stuff, but the only thing I didn't rock, and to this day I still don't rock, I do not rock sandals. Yeah. Cause I always feel like, yo B, I gotta be prepared for anything. And if I gotta stand up, hey, you yo. know, like hey, yo, yo. You can't protect your toes, man. Hey, I swear <laughs> to God, right? I told my my son and you know my younger and, and all of them, you know, them that that's why the era, like you know, dudes like now, kids, we wear these Crocs and slides yeah. and shit all day long. But when I was coming up, you couldn't wear that because you, you definitely yeah. would have got your shit stomped on yeah. on purpose. Shug, right? You know, Shug strictly uh, gators, no Crocs. Nah, nah, back then, yo, yeah, for real. <laughs> And I remember, man, when they got the pants hanging down low now, I would be like, yo, you never would have had your shit like that either. Because motherfucker would just snatch them down and beat your ass. You call it the mermaid? Yeah, yeah the, the mermaid, mermaid joints, for real. I, I couldn't. It never would have worked. We had, you know, plus, you know, and my, my shit, motherfuckers were emulating Ali and all them. So you had to stick and move. You couldn't stick and move like that with slides and little pants on. That shit wasn't going to fucking work. You know what I mean? I, exactly. I, I, I feel you 100% just because that's what I be saying. I be like, nah, nah, come on, man. 
Motherfuckers know I'm not wearing these shit. Now, I, yeah. I have some slides on, but I'll be somewhere where it's that slide element. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, only in the house for me. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, I might run to the store. Maybe whenever. a cookout or something. Yeah, huh? something, you know. Not even certain shit, I'm just not, you know. But it's crazy because that's just like like my my perspective on how I want to be ready. You know I seen shit break out. I seen shit. Been in just one little shit. We was in New York. At a club, we just seen ODB, rest in peace. Me, him, and Guru was talking. They were talking with these women as well. And everybody's, you know, very, very... Uh, uh, Hot? Um, they, well, they were uh, <laughs> they were pretty, but this was... This was... Um, they were very feminine, like very, you know, right? And so this is years, years ago, man. Like, man, man, that shit might have been like 92 or something, you know? But... Um, ODB is in a squatted position, like a fighting position, right? So he's down low, like, but chilling like that. You know, they, they think them, uh, that he was one of them um, Chinese warrior dudes. So he's on the ground low. He's low like the drunken monkey type shit, right? And then me and Goose talking to him, talking to these women. Next, you know, a fight broke out. Yo, these women, like, turned from straight um, shoes and prissy like that to on some shit like this. Right, I'm like, yo, I look, I look, I never really witnessed it like that. I seen girls break out fighting, right. but these things yeah, in this ready. club in New York, they broke out with like, you know, the big brothers taught them, yeah. like are they and they scrapping, they getting jabs and dings. From and New York City, bro. Bing, bing. I'm like, you gotta be ready. I said, yo, we was just talking, and they was like, they was on some other shit. Now when that shit went yeah. down, you know what I'm saying? That's funny. That's that's that. Yo, back in the days, that was New York. Like, you didn't like you. We knew, yo, we going to the club tonight. Something's gonna happen. Right. So let's let's prepare for anything. Like we we snuck stuff into the club. We, right. You know, we oh, wore the wooden beads. Yeah, the wooden beads and all. Yeah. Yep. Like yo, and, and it's funny because when we would go through security and they see the wooden beads, they always would be like. Nah, you good. Go ahead. You on some you dark side shit. <laughs> yeah. that, I can see it. They, can, <laughs> they know. They saw that. Yeah, let them soft ass motherfuckers in there. That's yeah. what that shit is. You know what I mean? And then go down. You know, it's crazy too because New York had them little different theme type on bars too that you could yeah. go that was chill. Like Nels. Oh, Nels was, me and Guru, man, you know, sorry Nels. We used to be like, yo, this is straight fish cake. This is fish king niggas in this spot. This spot, it's just soft and charming, like nails. But the music was good. The music was good, and, and it was like some chill shit. Like you get a bottle type of, you know. And there ain't no one in there fighting you. That was nails, right? The other one, supper club, used to be able to go there, and they give you a, a, a quart. You get you get a beer. They giving you a quart, and they play break beats all night. They was whatever this. Yeah, was, you, you talking about um. Um, so, what is it called? I thought it was the Supper Club, I think. Not Soul Food. Uh, I, I thought it was the Supper Club. It's something. It, no, we had, to, we had a spot called Supper Club. Yeah, but I Soul mean. Soul Kitchen, that's what it's called, Soul Kitchen. That, cause I remember we would go and get, you. if you bought yeah. a bed, you was getting quartz. And Coke yeah, 45s and all that crazy malt liquor. And, and then <laughs> after, a few, be, after a few up. beefs broke out, after a few beats broke out, they stopped giving motherfuckers them bottles. They, yeah, it was yeah, just, yeah. but at first it was just they just played breaks. You, you yeah. sipping beer, smoking a little bit, whatever. It was dope. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, man, motherfuckers started like, Psh. you know, you know what's funny? Mm -hmm. That spot right there was a spot that I from Soul Kitchen. 
was right. a spot that I used to always be at. Like I would oh, be yeah. at Soul Kitchen, but I would leave Soul Kitchen to go to Calliope to go to the studio. Yo, shit, shit. Me and Guru, me and Guru, Guru wanted to be at every single goddamn thing going on. So when we was at, it was like, dude, we going where? You know what I mean? Like he just, I mean, it didn't rest in peace, but it just didn't stop. And we, Yo, and we I, just, that's, I, Seen you, I probably seen y'all, cause mm -hmm. I remember seeing Guru, and you probably right. was with him, but right. I, we didn't know each other, so I wasn't coming nah. to y'all on some. I, I was never, yeah. yo, what's up? That was nah. never me. I always was this, yo, yeah. yo, and I was yeah, that's that's me. Yeah, I, I've missed out on so many opportunities in my life because that's how I am. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. How, how you doing? Yeah, that's how he is. <laughs> but sometimes he might surf. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, yo, sometimes he's shaft surfing, but it's all good. That's my dude now. I'm fucking so. Now you know. Um, like, like Soul Kitchen, let me, yo, like that also put me onto a lot of joints. A lot yeah. of joints. That, Is that, that, that's the spot with the breaks though? Yeah, that was the spot. Yo, that's the all they played was breaks all night. Yeah. And it was smooth because motherfuckers dancing, you know. Drinking a little bit, it was, it was, it was a, so, but those were those clubs where you knew nine out of 10, shit ain't breaking out, like shit ain't gonna go down, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. you're like, ah, you, you can, you can come there and, and slap somebody and they'd be like, come on, you slap me, you know what I mean? It, it was, yeah. that shit wasn't gonna be, there. it wasn't that way, but damn man. But, um, shit, as we move, as we move to, to even, you know, now, so what's going on with, uh, with, um, Evil D? Now, like, what are, what are you doing now? Oh, hold on, we're not gonna stay back in the. We didn't even talk about the shine. Well, we can tell. Slide up, you can talk. So, oh, hold on, slide. hold on. Let me slide it back for you. And right, step in, man. What you say? So you're in, you're in a group, right? With, with, as the producer of a group that has M MCs in it. Did they get upset with you when you started giving all these, you know, dope records to? Family, but different groups, Helter Skelter, you know, Smith and Wesson, were they upset about about that? No, what happened was as long as it was kept in the family, yeah, they was like, it's all cool. Once I started doing from on production and remixes outside of the camp, that's when it became a problem. Oh like cats, cats was mad because my like the first remix I ever had was for this group, uh, MC Brieg, um, he had a group called DFC. And I did a remix for them. And I remember, like, cats looking at me like, yo, why are you giving them my heat? Yeah, oh. it's curious. And then um, I did, like, me and Walt started doing more work. And I had to do, like, I, I we started doing remixes for cats, and cats would be like, Yo, but that's our beat. And I was saying to them, yo, B, but y'all could rhyme on anybody else's record too. I don't look at y'all and go, yo, those rhymes should be on my beat. I don't do that. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, that's true. true. They wanted us to be exclusive, but we was like, nah, we that's not why we came in here. We came in to just do what we do. Right, right. And the more, more stuff that we do is gonna make us as a collective look bigger anyway. Of course. Of course. You know, like they like I don't I don't I never understood that like you know I never understood like the whole yo nah this is ours you know what I'm saying yeah, like yeah. I never Google, understood that who had a little a uh, little bit of that in the beginning of the preem venturing out so, I, I remember so, that so I know that I know that I know <laughs> that shit is real, real. I, I think you know every every producer of a group yeah. goes through that yeah I go through it I'm a producer yeah. I go through it. Yeah. 
like when Walt made Walt made um tight for Raw Digger, like that was a beat that everybody was like, yo, he should have gave that to us. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like the here, here goes some funny here goes something um something like Walt mentioned it before, and I'm gonna mention it here. Walt originally made the Soundboy burial beat for Helter Skelter. Mm. Oh yeah. And he was playing the beat for, for um Sean and Rock and they passed on it. And Tech and Steel was like, yo, 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 give, give that to us. Give that to us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right. Like that would happen. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But other than that, like, you know, we we went through the whole little jealousy thing, but afterwards it just, you know, cats understood it. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that's right. It's, I mean, go ahead, man. Oh. So I counted today before the interview. I've done 27 videos and songs with the bootcamp click, but nothing with mm -hmm. nothing with you, nothing with you yet. Not, not, but my not. my question that I ask, um, sure. like Rock, I've asked Rock, I've asked Buckshot, what happened <clears throat> in between that that couple years when Sean Price changed from Ruck to Sean Price? Why was Sean Price so much just? Like ah, uh, he he just he just was it was better when he was Sean Price for some reason and, and I've asked Rock that he gave me a good answer I'm just interested what because you were there so I'm just interested. Actually, believe it or not, I wasn't. Cause yeah. that was a that was a point where I walked away for a second. Oh. But you know we well of course we got back together. Yeah. But I, well, I walked away for a second. But what happened? This is what happened. Rock. First of all, when Helter Skelter came out. Everybody was on some, yo, the voice, yo, that dude, rock is ill. And they kind of overlooked, overlooked Sean. So then Rock got a situation with DJ, was DJ Lethal? Yep. Yep, DJ Lethal wanted to give him a deal. And Rock went to everybody and said, yo, I got this offer, what should I do? And Catch was like, yo, go ahead and rock with it. And when he went and did that, Sean was by himself. Mm. So Sean, that's when he decided to be, stop being Ruck and becoming Sean Price, which, which is really his name. Yeah. And once he went solo, he knew he had to go all in. And that's yeah. what happened. He, he just like elevated him, it so him much. becoming Sean Price, he saved boot camp. Like, cause the, at the time, boot camp stock was going down. By mm. him becoming Sean Price, it's like mm. how people say, go save the woo. Yeah. Sean Price saved um, boot camp. Yeah, man, shit, I just, <laughs> Yeah, rest in peace. You got you got a couple songs with Sean Price, don't you? Yeah, we, we I did, did. I did four videos for him. We did Leg Breakers, man. <clears throat> but the thing is, the, the one, yeah, leg one of my favorite songs from Sean Price, though, and the shit is like, just the music is even more, because it makes you just feel like motherfuckers uh shit i i think even white people get scared when it comes on that's just <laughs> fucking crazy i just thought because i remember someone was playing in the suburbs uh loud as hell and yeah. i remember people looking in this car it, uh uh was it jungle music monkey bars monkey bars that's it yeah yeah <laughs> yo, that yo, yo. that's when he be, that's when he emerged yo, and when that like, shit came, i remember i was in suburbs in suburban town. This ain't gangster rap. How and many motherfucking gangsters rap? But check this out. <laughs> it wasn't even that. It was the fact that that shit sounded like the jungle, but it had the yeah. beat. It had the beat. That, who did that beat, though? Oh, man. I, I really don't know. Yeah, that beat fucking. He, 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 
he worked with so many people. They had the birds, the, the monkeys and shit. That shit was crazy. Yeah. I'm like, you felt like yeah, you was. Cutting. Yeah, Cutting might have did that. Yeah, you felt, I don't know though, but he might have did it. You felt like you was, it was about to go down when that shit came on. That shit was yeah. just like, it sounded like how he rhymed. <laughs> like swinging yeah. from bar to bar. That's how he yeah. rhymed, like, like the mad gorilla, like just, you know, jumping on this and I'll, I'll destroy you with this shit. Like, I'm telling you, I was Sean Price. But to hear that shit, I heard everything yeah. else. But that shit right there, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, just, it just was a whole new artist. Yeah, that shit. It really was. Shit. And I, I'm always curious to ask, because I wasn't there. I'm always just curious to, to ask, but moving on, I know Suge has a... No, no, no. Has his... No, I'm has, cool. I know you got the... I know the question. Yo, yeah. <laughs> Sean, like, cool. he was so talented, but he also, when he first came out, he was kind of like on some yoga, some shy shit. I'm like, what? Right. Different person, was it? Yeah. yeah. All the different artists. But Watch when he it. had to step up, he stepped up, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dope, man. That motherfucker's... Even that shit, man, we had... I'm telling you. This shit was raw, man. Rest in peace. Man. Rest in peace. Right, Rest in Bruce. Touch his life, you know. But um, so with Black, as far as Buckshot, and, and do you and him still get together? You still rock, or what's the deal? Yeah, we still we just did a show two weeks ago. Okay. We just meet him. I'm five. Oh, five back ago. around. Yeah, five. Five been around. Like we when we say Black Moon, it's usually us three, but. Being that five always goes back and forth to jail, and sometimes you just show up. People be like, "Yo, it's Ian, Ian Buck, and the other guy." Yeah, but Five yeah. FT is definitely a member of, you know, Blackmore. I know he ain't going back. He ain't still going back and forth, right? Nah, but yo, I can't get. Yo, we're looking for him right now. Like, oh, we can't. Yeah. Yo, like, we cannot find this dude. Shout out to the fans. He, he Look to, out for him. He used to be in Boston too for a little while too, man. Yeah. When we, when we did um, the second album, here's the funniest thing. We started the War, the Warzone album. That was in 97, uh, we started the Warzone album. And Buck, you know, me and Buck, like we patched up our whatever. Yeah. And, you know, we was like, yo, so I was like, meet me at D&D. And yo, we'll, we'll have a meeting at D&D and we'll, we'll work. Buck comes to D&D, the first thing that happens is I'm working on a beat and he just starts writing rhymes to it. And we just started doing a session. And so we laid down a record and I was like, and he was like, yo, let's work on this new Black Moon album then. I was like, yo, I'm with it, but we got to find Five. I don't know what happened. Two days later, Five walks through the door d and <laughs> Like, he, and I was like, yo, where was you at? He said, yo, I'm in Boston. Yeah, he was living in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. I ran into him back then. Like, and that's when like, it was like, shit, there was heat on the block back then. And he was, he was, yeah. He was in them spots, you know. I was like, oh shit, you yeah. know, and we was I was fresh and like, you know what I mean? So Did you tell yeah. him or did, did he know did where he was or did you have yeah, to tell nah, him? Yeah, no, we knew like by then I knew who he was in No, I mean first. did he know he was on a hot spot a hot block? Oh yeah, yeah, where he, he was hit. at, it was that way. It was hmm. Grove Hall. That's why I saw oh, him. You know, yeah. But he yeah. was he was definitely like five I always tell people five is that dude that you see him on the block for real. Yeah. For real. This is like, like he was that dude. This some early '90s type shit, man. Oh, jeez. Like early, early '90s. So yeah. I like when I, after I just got out, you know what I'm saying? But so y'all, y'all pretty much good then, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know. We we all and plus we're family anyway. So even if things are bad, they still good. You know what I'm oh, no saying? Question. Because we're always like me, me and Buck. Like when we did this last Black Moon album right before the pandemic. Like no, and uh, when we did that, nine, uh, 2019. 
Um, okay. We did the last Black Moon album. Me, Buck, and Five was arguing like cats and dogs. But when it came time, everybody was like, yeah, we arguing in business-wise, but when it comes to us being us, we cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know what it is, I'm, I'm the dude that I'm I'm on some hip I'm on some hip hop shit. You know, I'm always on my hip hop shit. Right. And I'm on some authentic, yo, we gonna do some boom bap, we gonna do this. But being at him and Drew own Duck Down, they're looking at it as a money thing. I'm looking at it as an art thing, they're looking at it as a money thing. And right. we will always clash. Mm-hmm. But we clash business wise. Once yeah. we finish arguing, it's like Let's go get that bill. Let's go hang out, or you know, mm. you know, like you'll never, you'll never see us talking, talking shit about each other or whatever. Yeah. Was good yeah, because, uh, so and in, in that regards, since y'all brothers, just tell them, you know, Big Sug would like to know why did he black moon us? No question, no question. I'm like, damn, dogs. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he can do us a solid. I mean, we all had that, you know. That, yeah. that time with it, that's how I even holler at cats and cats respond. But it's all good. I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? Never no ill will, man. You know, it's too much Text to do. Texting them right now. Yeah, okay. no question, right man. Have, hey. Have you adapted or adopted, I should say, any of the new technology for production, or do you still use the SP and PC? You still use the, uh, those? I use everything. Nice. This is, this is, what, ha- this is what happens with me, right? I learned the new technology because I want to see what it's about. I've always been that dude. When I was up at DD, I was on some experimental stuff. Now, but what it is, is if I'm good with something, I stay with it. Yeah. Like right now, my main piece of gear is the MPC Renaissance. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, I, I use Ableton. You know what I'm saying? And I have like, I have like, like the all the plugins for all the, in, all the instruments that I have, like yep. you know, 106 and all that. But then I have my SP 950 because sometimes I want that gutter sound, so I gotta go back to that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I go back and forth. That's but, cool. But what he really, what he really wanted to ask you is, do you use a broom or a vacuum? No, <laughs> yo, know, I use both. I know, I know. Yeah, hey, yo, it's the same. You gave the same answer. The I use both of them shit. I'm fucking with you, though, man. You know. It's, 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 what it is is, you see how a guitar player got mad guitars? He be like, yeah, I use that one because I want that sound. I use that A lot of the new equipment, they try to emulate the sound of the SP and the sound of the 950. Right. If right. I want that sound, I just go use it. it. Yeah, yeah and then, I, then I'll dump it into Pro Tunes right. and create around it or whatever. Like I just did a I just did a record yesterday for my friend Liquid. Yo, the beat is all SP. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's all it's all SP twelve hundred. It's right. just I did it, you know, I did it and I just did it in Ableton and kept dumping stuff. Like back in the day, I don't know if you remember up at DD, I would have two SPs linked up. And I'll be dumping stuff like that. Now I just sit here and I just I just create and dump, create and dump. Yeah. Until I get until I build what I'm gonna build, you know what I'm saying? Creating dump, that's a good one, right? That's what I used to do. I used to be in the bathroom, man, taking the shit, just creating mad shit, creating dump. That's it. Create no shirt on with a cigarette. Hey, create dump and flush, and I'm out. 
Good. I got the next 16 right now. I'm ready, Goo. Let's Yo. go do it. You know what I mean? Right. Yo, let me tell you, let me tell you a legendary um big shug moment. Oh shit. Crush. Oh yes, yes. That wreck, yo, let me explain something. When I was on hot, and I told Preem this, I said, yo, Preem, not because I love y'all and y'all my family, this is my shit right here. Right, right. And I used to run that record. Yo, man. Hey, I appreciated that too. Cause, Hell yeah. Hey, you know, it's crazy because when I was, when I would go back to, you know, Boston after being out here for a minute, uh, when that record was out, I hear that shit like about five times. Like before I get to the barrier, like of, you know, when it starts swishing, like I'm all too negative. I'm uh, Flex was dropping bombs. Like that song they was playing like mad time. I'm like, wow, they killing this shit. I go up to B uh B T and they had those big like video walls. Like the wall was a video playing on that shit is videos that's playing all over shit. And then everybody, hey show yeah. how you doing? And I'm like, wow. But for something that was a freestyle. Something was a freestyle. It's like that motherfucker. And Preem said, yo, you got something? And I was like, no. I mean, I told him, yeah, but I didn't because I was just going to fr freestyle, whatever, you know? And that shit was like. And next thing you know, the, yo. rec the record was like, oh, shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. For all of us, it was like, what do we do? And I was across the hall when y'all was doing that. Right, right. Because I, right. I heard the beat, and I, I, I probably walked in on a session. Because I, I was, I said to Preem, I said, Yo, who's that for? He said, yeah, that's for sure. I said, what? <laughs> hey, and, and, and this is you. <laughs> probably right. Probably right. You know what I'm saying? Yo. I knew I knew I was about to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's just classic to this day. And it's, I still, I'm about to say, to this day, I still play that rap. It's wild because even when I performed, I always performed that first, usually. And, and it's like you never even forget it. Like all the songs I got, that shit you never forget because it was like, that was the jumper. And me know I'm bullshitting with Preem because he's like, yo, you got something for this? I'm like, nah. I'm like, yeah, but I don't. You know what I mean? So it was all some shit like, um, okay, man. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, and then you get, when there you people, go. people don't know when you freestyle like that without writing, you got to memorize it afterwards. Like, like, yeah. because people can keep doing their freestyle, like even now, because that's just some written down shit they memorize. But back mm -hmm. then, I'm making the shit off, off rip. So then it's like, I don't know that shit, you know? So the next part, I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm trying, oh yeah. shit. Yeah, like over, for overdubs you know? or whatever. You got, yeah. that, nah, you just gotta learn. Like, I'm cause, cause I just did it. Yeah. I don't know, I, I left like how I do here, I, yeah. and I left. So then next, you know, this shit took off. So I was like, oh shit, you know? So, <laughs> I, I, I got to start writing shit. I, that's what happened. Militia was after. And hey, Militia was the same way. I freestyled. And then I said, shit, I'm a, they want me to do an album now? I got I to gotta be able to write shit. That's what changed. At first, I just respect my like, all right, man, fuck it. This, you know what I mean? So, But anyway, man, shit, enough about me, but just a little bit of more about you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, now, some shit you said earlier, I was just thinking, I was like, yo, when the when the uh, saying would be, when the circle's tighter, the sun shines brighter. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And like you said something, but that's what made me even think of that. I was like, yo, word, that's that just made me think of that right there. Like, oh shit, because it's the truth. When you when the groups yeah. were always ain't nobody we had on here basically that hasn't broke up. That was a group that they didn't break up. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know it and. and for whatever reasons. MOP broke up? 
Um, no. Nah, nah, they didn't. I'm not sure. I'm not but right. I mean, they would separate. Yeah, exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that too. Like there's no, like, like when I, that's when you know, so I ask them all, like y'all still rock or you well, I've been, shows? I, I've, I've personally been with Little Fam maybe 50 times and I've never met Billy Dan. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, yeah, yeah so. Yeah. No, they, 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 they family, they, they. Oh, they I know, you know, I know. Yeah, 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 but I'm just saying. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I talk to Bill even like pretty much now. Shout out to him, man. MLP. Shout out to Fox and her son going to Buffalo State University yeah. and all that, man. You know, we, cool. we here. But listen, Yo, um, go ahead. The, like, that's the thing. All of us, we're the D&D &D family, man. No question, bro. It's just, <laughs> no, we're the D&D &D family. Yo, people don't know. Motherfuckers used to yeah. smoke and drink, but producers would go there to make beats and eat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so funny though, because when you say D and D, you either think of like nerds playing Dungeons and Dragons or hardcore hip hop. Nah, that's everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of interesting. You, it, it was like if you, <laughs> it was like if you knew, you knew though. Anyway, so it's like you just knew the hardest shit was going down. And it, <laughs> yo, like, you had yo. you had Studio A, which was Beat Miners, and Studio yeah. B was Premier. Yeah. Studio D was. Whoever was up there, whether it be yeah, Daisy, Onyx, yeah. Yeah, that's the flip, yeah. Like we, yo, D and D, like it was like I was there Monday through Friday doing mm -hmm. stuff, and Books. yo, it would be like me, like Beat Monitors and Premier kept that place busy, and Plus. then everybody else coming through, it was just bananas. D and D was the shit. I mean, I mean, we basically lived there because you know that's just how it was at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just remember, like, the bathrooms was gully, you know? <laughs> yeah. They made it look nicer. And a lot of years afterwards, and Preem took over, too, it became a nicer yeah. type of establishment. But when you first started going in, I mean, you went there, you ordered, you was ordering food, you was drinking, smoking. And guess what? I was never hanging on, you know what I mean? So I'm coming there to do something. I'm, you know what I mean? So now I'm like, damn, yeah. I'm in there to do something, plus doing all this shit. You gotta be focused after all of that shit. It's fucking crazy, but. Yo, I would man. be in my room, rocking a beat, then I come out to get some air, see what's going on in the pool room. Right. See what's going on here, run into studio, studio B to mess with Preem. Right, right. And then run back in my room. But D&D was the, was the workspace and the hangout. It was, man. It definitely, and it was, it was shit was getting done. So that, that yeah. was the problem. Classics were being made, shit yeah. was getting done. And some motherfuckers hung around just for fun. <laughs> It is what it yeah. was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was, man, for real. Listen, um, Tanya, you got any um thing you wanna ask or, you know? Yeah, I do. Um Ooh. I wanna know <laughs> why you always make fun of me. No, I'm just saying, you're just like, yeah, dude. Okay. She just shifted up the element. We was like chilling. Was like, I said, Tanya, you got anything you wanna say? Um, yes, I do. Well, I always oh. like to know, like, Go ahead. being around so much music, like, who is someone that you're kind of into right now that maybe we would be surprised to know of? Music-wise? Yes. Like, I listen to, I listen to whatever's on. Like, I listen to whatever's playing. Like, if it's a jazz record, a rock record, yo, half the stuff I listen to, I don't even know who made it. I'll be honest with you. But... Music-wise, like a lot of people get thrown off when I when I tell them like, yo, I listen to like rock. I listen to like heavy metal because there's always drums in there, and I'm always I'm always on the search for drum breaks. Most metal records, most um heavy metal records and rock records start like this. Boom, bap, boom, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's how I, my collection of stairs are just basically rock records like that. 
you know what I'm saying? But it's like a lot of people get surprised if I listen to that. And I listen, I like Mel Torme. Mel Torme is, is dope. I, I, I have Mel Torme in my iPod. That's mm. awesome. Yo. What's your, what's your go-to Mel Torme song? It's a whole album. He has a whole, I'm a, I'm a, as a matter of fact, I'm a shorty. Well, people who are listening, I don't know if you can see it, but hey, it is what it is. Show but us, show us. This is. Hmm? It says show us, show us. Oh, oh no, I'm just bugging, go ahead. Let me see. Here we go. Coming home, baby album. Coming home. Mm. Home baby. Yeah. My favorite record on here is Putting on the Ritz. Oh, I like that record. And um, That There. You got a record That There. It's dope. If you don't but, know where to go, why don't you go where yeah. fashion is? Of course, of course. Also, I love the doors. The doors are dope. And the beat, I learned. I learned how to actually like the stuff that I was doing in D and D tape wise. I mm. learned from listening to Beatles records. Okay. Mm. You know what I'm saying, like the Beatles did a lot of tape stuff, and yeah, they would yeah. edit. They would. They would loop. And I learned a lot of stuff listening to Beatles records. So. Some shit that I just peeped. It was dope as shit. It was the making of the the, the thong song, right? And um, yeah. and it was deep because they were making that song, that track for um, for um, well, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, Michael yeah, Jackson. yeah, you know. But then I get I don't know Cisco if he turned it down or whatever happened. And Cisco took it, but when he oh, was no, he turned it down. Yeah. yeah, but when he's putting the beat together, that first part, you know, when you hear that first the strings, whatever that is, <laughs> that's from that song "All of the Lonely People" from the Beatles. It was oh, so yeah. dope when he was. I said, "Oh shit!" I never even thought that. You know, yeah. like, like no one, I never thought that till he played that right that night. And they could, they could get away with sampling because Michael Jackson owned that shit. Yeah, I, owned yeah, the I did at that time, but that dude, <laughs> played, he played that yeah, shit. I mean, yeah. Like, um, as a matter of fact, speaking about that, what's the drum player from Nirvana? He got his own band also. Nick Grohl? Uh, Nick Grohl? Uh, Nick Grohl? Yeah. Yeah. Nick Yo. Troll? Dave, no. Dave, Dave Grohl, Dave Grohl, Dave Grohl, Dave Grohl, Dave Troll, SDK, all, all those Nirvana drums. Yeah, he stole those grooves from the Gap Band. Like, like, um, t- smells like Team Spirit is burn rubber. Damn, I gotta listen to it. I will. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do that shit again, son. Yo, <laughs> yo, that's some shit where you know motherfuckers make beats because you gotta like sound that shit out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I don't even make beats, but I'll do that shit too. I'll be like, yo. Cause you're a musical dude. Like you you don't you you sing also. Right, so right, you, right. You know you you know about music, so that's why that's why you do what you do. Yeah, that's your element. One percent? That's like man. So listen. Um we ain't gonna keep you too long, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, no problem. You about to, you know, we about to roll out. What's up? What's up? You got some, you got some work? <laughs> Nothing, Sugar. I just no. want to make sure you asking for his socials. That's why I was gonna let you do. I was trying to, <laughs> I tried to start it over there on some air hockey shit, and she slid the puck back fast as shit. That's I'm right. Like, you know spicy. I ate a little disc, went off my fingers out the fucking ring. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to slow the start to the goal all low for her. She's like, whip. 
You got to be careful with these little ones. <laughs> now, now go, go ahead. Go ahead, man. Uh, let us know, Charlie. <laughs> oh, he can't breathe. Oh, that shit was hilarious, man. God, go ahead. We just want to know, let the people know where they can reach you, where they can find you next. Well, that's simple. Um, Twitter, Instagram, at DJ Evil D, and that's DJ E-V-I-L-D-E-E. Uh, Facebook, uh, DJ Evil D face, um, Facebook page, uh, and Twitch. Are you on w- Twitch, w- too? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah no on question. Twitch killing it. Okay, no what question. you playing? Um, well, Wednesdays, I'm on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Wednesdays, I play hip-hop, R&B, funk, soul. Saturdays, I have this thing called a Saturday Night Dance Party. I play disco, I play house from 8 to 10. Then after 10, whatever I feel like playing, I play. Oh, nice. Yo, before you even get, get out, though, man, one, one question. Uh, how's Brother Walt doing, though? What's up with him? Oh, he's good. He's upstairs. He upstairs oh, hiding, y'all. Because, you know, oh. we, we, all not, we live in the same house, so. Oh, that's dope. See, that's, that's yeah, we, that move. we own the house together. Oh, that's move. That's, that's, that's good. Yeah. Dope shit, so. I'm not going to steal Big Shug's thunder, so I'm just going to remind him he didn't ask his question that I usually ask. What, did he have a hamster? No. Nah. Well, well, you have so many you know? that you usually uh, ask. Oh, yeah, the chance. And yeah. we say Yo. goodbye without. Yo. He said he said it hit you like this. We got a question for you before we hit in the before, we got a question for you before we get in the breeze. Mm-hmm. We wanna know your fucking <laughs> ten favorite MCs. Ten what? Your favorite MCs. Ten favorite MCs, man. Wow, like Okay, and I'm not I'm not gonna use my crew members. Nah, it's like oh, wow. oh. And you could do that and it could be from different eras. No, nah, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do ten. It's gonna be in no order. I'm just gonna do off top of the dog. Go ahead, man. Let's go. Uh, Let's go. Okay, Slick Rick. Uh-huh. KRS one. Uh-huh. Rock him. Uh-huh. Um Big Daddy Kane. Alright. Uh Kendrick Lamar. Oh shit. Okay. Um mm, the DLC. Okay, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was me back in the day, yeah. Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Who else? I could, who else I could say? Um, I could honestly say G Rap. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nas. Okay. Is that ten? Nine. One more. One more to go. Uno más. Yes. Uno más. Uh, um. <laughs> you know what? What's that? I will throw I will throw this name on the list. Uh <laughs> get somebody. Oh. I'm forgetting somebody from my Chuck D, okay. Hell yeah. There's okay. another one. Nah, yo. Hey, listen, man. Oh. <laughs> we respect your listen all the same. We appreciate the dope. fact that you played the game. For Thank your 10 you, MCs, man. 10 what? Numero 10. Yeah, man, you know what it is. 10 MCs, baby. Hey, listen, man. We appreciate you, man. Thank you for stopping through. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, oh, shit. See, like, I told you he'd be surfing, kid. <laughs> yo. 
I'm just talking to shit. He just took out the scene like this. I said, what the fuck is that? She said, he's chef serving. I said, oh, okay. I learned from the best. I learned from the best. He'll be back, you know. We appreciate you, yeah. man. Uh, much love and respect Thank you always, very brother. Much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, you make sure you tell Buckshot why he black moon us. And, um, you know, <laughs> we got to get up and he got to come through. All right, my no man. Doubt. Thank you. Appreciate it. No doubt, man. Thanks for having me, y'all. All right, cool. That was dope, man. Evil D. You know, that was fire. Um, Jingle bells. But, you know, my favorite part of the week. It's stupid as hell. Stupid as hell. <laughs> well, listen. This story comes from Arkansas. Three officers suspended after a video show was beaten. Man, they actually beat the fuck out of dude. They was beating his ass, you know. Uh, one of the shows, uh, one of the officers repeatedly punching the man in the head and bashes his head against the pavement. State police said the man had been accused of making threats in a shop earlier on Sunday morning. All three officers had been removed from active duty on paid leave pending an investigation to their contact, uh, conduct. It's fucking crazy because all these times and videos and everybody filming, you still think you can whoop somebody's ass like that. You might have been embarrassed during the arrest or once you got him cuffed up. Yeah. You know, then take him in, in and, and start do the procedure, he's caught. But all that fucking him up like type shit, you're gonna get that. People filming all day, it's gonna change the whole world. You ain't learned from that. Um, uh, Floyd, uh, F uh, George Floyd George shit? Floyd. Come on, man. It's crazy. Dude, they haven't learned so, since. Police said that when officers confronted the suspect, 27-year-old Randall Worcester, he pushed the deputy to the ground and punched the back of his head. Well, that's oh. where you're going to punch somebody. Mm. Leading to arrest scene in the video. That's when they arrest him. And uh, they said for terroristic, making terroristic threats, resisting arrest, and criminal trespass. Uh, the video appears, it shows one officer beating the suspect while another reportedly needs him in the back, that George Floyd shit. Both are dressed in uniform of the Crawford County Sheriff's um, Office. The third officer just restrains the man. The officers were identified as Deputy Zach King, Deputy Levi White of Crawford County Sheriff's Office, and Mulberry Poli <laughs> Police Officer Thel Ritter. Those people, let's say it again, Zach King, Levi White and Thel Riddle. No this week, you are stupid as hell. They're showing it a million times of you beating up this cuffed up uh, person you arrested. You're beating him up, fucking him up when you already have him. And it's been showed over a million times on social media when you know the error that this is and you can't do that shit. You are stupid as hell. Fucking dumb as shit. What was the name of that county again? Because that was not approved. Crawford County. If you're in Crawford County, Arkansas, and you wrote, ran into Thel Riddle. And guess <laughs> you two, what? You two guys. I'm asking you guess two specifically. What? If you're in Crawford County, Arkansas, and ran into a man named Thel Riddle, do you think you'd have be in for a good evening? <laughs> but, but peep this. No, but peep this. Peep this. The dude they stomped out and fucked up. He wasn't even black. Yeah, I know. I, I, I saw the, that. That's the crazy part. They just—that's what just showed you. That's not just a racial part in that point. But all you blue lives matter people—it's not that situation. It's like motherfuckers just cops fucking somebody up. Yeah. You know, it shows it right there. How much more do you have to see until you see? 
I always yeah, hated that blue lives matter. I'm like, it's a job. It's not a race. Nah, definitely <laughs> like, not. It's like, it's Only a blue lives I know that matters when I go to see a blue man group show. <laughs> You know what I mean? They're, you know what I mean? saying they're a targeted group, basically. No, yeah, I, I I understand their their fucking quote, their thing, but I, it, it, it's like, dude, it's a, scrump. It's, listen, it's, it's you know, unless you're a Smurf, I don't want to hear Blue Lives Matter. It's Scrumpy, the job. And then when they had signs for that <laughs> shit, that's even more ill. Yeah, signs, I see signs. The flag. They would drive by someone's house. They got the flag. You know, it's a, I should just spray myself blue, and just come in front of their house and sit with someone paying a motherfucker with a steel drum. <laughs> and did I, you know what I mean? That's what they try to say. Like Crawford County, Crawford County. It sounds like a terrible. Y'all stupid as hell out there, man. Work. Yo. At least those two dudes. It's been a good one, huh? Hell yeah, that was awesome. That was a good. Yeah, one. Yeah, man, I appreciate that one. Hey, great to see y'all this week, man. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, uh, like we always say, excuses have no purpose, so don't make them. Don't make them. As we grow, we glow. I'm saying, let's do this shit together, man. The Danger Zone episode 31 is up and check that. Peace. If I were on my dark days, I chopped crack on a regular. Ran up in spots and clapped on a regular. Took big fat ass stacks from the register. No matter how hard they tried, they still couldn't measure them. Hard I have, you joke when I stab. Grands in my pocket and still caught a cab.